0: the show.
1: Give us a song, Anthony.
0: Here's a song.
2: This song is instrumental. That's exactly why I'm singing. About how it's so essential Because the song is not instrumental In the sense that there are no words It's instrumental in the sense that it's important It's monumental The song comes after the last one And the one right before Right before the next song And the song that's after that Each song is instrumental You cannot remove a single one Without compromising The integrity of the track listing So listen to me Instrumental. Yeah. This song is instrumental.
0: <laughs> nice. Ladies and gentlemen, please
1: welcome Dustin Chafin. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, Dustin's final good for Anthony. Yes. Writing them songs, buddy what number that's uh, how many how many songs we got this month so like 20 23 23? I
0: did well I uh, in February I wrote 23 Wow 23 songs and now I'm working on recording and mixing an album and
1: that's almost the entire month of February that's amazing
0: yeah 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 it's almost a song every day
1: did you do a black history song
0: no I didn't I, they're all about me.
1: <laughs> Hilarious! We had some funny banter before the show started. I think, that, I think before the show is better than the real show. So uh, we're gonna just start airing that, and then just let not even air this part anymore.
0: Sometimes we do. Sometimes Occasionally,
1: occasionally. All right,
0: Robert uh, Durst style.
1: Exactly, exactly. We get we have all kinds of rules here now, so we can all have our way. Uh, let's bring in the other two. Uh, raff, uh <laughs> give it up for adam holtz and jeffrey paul everybody All what's up dudes what is that hey guys yeah look at this shirt uh green oh wow that's old school it's well what actually it's new school because i am a subscription member of the new magazine oh, oh. Yeah,
3: i remember cream man like growing yeah. up in the 80s i remember that magazine yeah
1: pretty great cover it's some, yeah it's a really good one wow look at that <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm gonna get yeah. to get that issue <laughs> yeah it's pretty good. uh you know it's it's a limited thing they only do like four of a year i think because it costs a lot of money to like you know do these kind of magazines like you know when you're not like a you know a company like rolling stone or whatever so yeah it's it's cool though it's got a lot of punk articles and stuff i'll let, I'll let anthony borrow. It i gotta check it us. out yeah it's got nudity you know what i mean like it's you, cool. did you have oh, this growing magazine. up in texas yeah. dustin yeah, as a kid, I remember it. You right? remember yeah. it, right? Yeah, parade and Cream and all that. Right. Thing. Oh, yeah, Hit Parade. Yeah, I, I used to read mm-hmm. that. Now, you know, I got the Rolling Stone, and then last mm-hmm. week, uh, it seemed like Adam was excited about, you know, Boy Genius, and yes, it is uh, their take on the Nirvana mm-hmm. cover. Um, This band kind of let me down. I, I watched one of their videos, and it was awesome. It was like hard. It was hardcore. And then I went down a catalog thing and it was like all Mazzy Star, Indigo Girl. It was real slow. I was like, I was really hoping for a kind of a punk hard kind of, yeah. you know, sound from these three girls. And that's not what I got. I don't know. Is that is am I missing some great album there? Because I feel like they're just the new album is all just slow stuff. Yeah, like ballady kind of acoustic stuff. I mean, it's great, but I'm just kind of kind of over that, you know? I was hoping these chicks would rock. So, uh, you know, you can't do that. You can't do the Nirvana pose and then just like break out some Little Affair. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unless they did uh, uh, like the Nirvana Unplugged. If they had like the the yeah, lilies but, everywhere. Yeah. But
1: whatever. even the Unplugged Nirvana is hard. I mean, it's deep and crazy and whatever. It's it's still it's still it's still kind of rocks. Right. Their and stuff these... is very slow and it's fun and nice and whatever. They're good, you, but I was expecting more.
4: Have you listened to their solo stuff?
1: Oh, Played that's solo? right. That's right. Like Phoebe Bridgers or is Lucy that Gauntus? the better stuff? Is it yeah. better? Oh, they do yeah. be better solo than they are together. Yeah, uh, that happens.
0: Wait, yeah. so that's the band that Phoebe Bridgers? Yep. Is yeah, in? that's
1: her. She's uh, this one, I think, right? Uh, oh.
0: Yeah. The, oh. the next oh. album
3: is gonna be like a whole tribute to Fiona Apple.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, is it a joke? I love Fiona Apple. I love how Anthony got excited. Did. But yeah, she's I a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite
1: catchphrase on the show is of course you do. Yeah. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> you don't of like Fiona Apple? Come on. Do I, c- was all right when she came out. She was, she, you she was know. he was all right. Her her was Kate, stuff is,
3: she was Kate Moss who can sing.
1: Well, it was uh, it was all that stuff, you know. That that was just popular. All that that's yeah. and that's what this sounds like. It's just like that's mm-hmm. uh well, I got to check it out then. Yeah. Who are the With, other two?
0: Because really, I, like, I know Phoebe it's Bruce, Lucy but...
4: Dawkiss and uh, Julian I forget her last name uh julia baker baker yeah oh
1: i yeah. don't i don't know their stuff
0: are they supposed to be a
4: soup they're supposed to be a super group yep
1: hmm. oh okay see i'm yeah that's that's why adam's yeah, on the show it looks uh, amazing so that's why we let him go long when he, right. uh, <laughs> 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 he knows his stuff he actually knows stuff i'm trying really hard i'm reading stuff but it mm. doesn't go it goes in uh, it goes out it's uh, i'm gonna stay ever stays
4: here <laughs> yeah i'm gonna try to shorten it up a bit today no, I'm kidding. You <laughs> up. You, you're the
1: best. You're better. You, come on, you and Jeff are always good. Anthony and I are like we listened to it like three hours ago. And then we're actually, uh, what does Wikipedia say? Uh, hold on, I got this. Uh, I pull it up on my phone. Oh, yeah. These two actually do the research, but that's all right. Yeah, that's why oh, you're like the the again. it's a balance. It's a
3: balance. And how would you like right down? It was good. Yeah, pretty well, good. good. That's it.
1: Thumbs that's up. it. it. <laughs> all, all us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do that. I'm, I'm yeah, definitely going like to do it. that today. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> but uh, so, <laughs> well, Jeff had a great idea because last week we did the, uh, you know, 50 worst albums on Rolling Stone's list. And we felt a few should have been on there, a few shouldn't. It was that kind of thing. And a lot of these, I think, were kind of meant to kind of be this idea that Jeff came up with, which is the concept album, which mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what some of these things are going for. And as I was doing mine, and as I was listening to you guys, I really feel there's only three great ones. I feel there's some good ones, and yeah. I feel like the Rush Twenty One Twelve is good, but I feel like the great ones. What do you think? A great three ones? that I own, and I feel oh, yeah. like what's this? Sergeant Pepper's. Sgt. Yep. Pepper. Oh, I have it too. Is that's is a amazing. great album? It's amazing, and I feel Love the that. two Pink Floyd, the Wall. There Fox we go. Army, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and I feel like everything else is like under that. You that know, sounds... I feel like. You know, everybody, nobody's hit the mark like that. What, Jeff, what was the um, the Led Zeppelin movie? Was that a concept album and a It was movie? not a concept album. Okay. It, was just a,
3: it was just a bunch of, of clips and everything. Okay. They okay. never okay. came up with a concept album.
1: Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, so I can't
0: really,
2: but,
1: you know.
0: But, but Led Zeppelin, at some point, they stopped releasing singles, right? Because they wanted people to listen to their full albums. Right. So it's it's uh, almost. But it's they almost also were
3: like, never an AM band. Their songs were too long.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. I think the last one was like Immigrant Song, which was like, came in at a little over three minutes.
1: That's a great song. Yeah. It's a great with, one. of their worst albums. Well, yeah, that is a weird album. I have the album. It's not It's not terrible.
3: Well, com- well listen, compared to everybody else, it's a great
1: album. What's compared the one to with Zeppelin? They, what, it's probably the,
3: their second worst album.
1: Okay. What's the one in the paper bag? Uh, <laughs> Zeppelin 4.
0: <laughs> that one's which one has bad. that song, Hot Dog?
3: <laughs> that's um that's the, that, that is corn that was that 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 was, well, that, that, well, that was also heard. an outtake that was oh, okay. not that, that uh, was so not like, yeah that that's was one. like after bonham died and they had stuff that uh, was you know that they uh, had just recorded
1: yeah 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 okay yeah, well that yeah, yeah that's that was they if they I'll if he slide. would have
3: lived that would they, that may have never been
1: released or What's, what
0: about their reggae song that's also not very good that's that's up there
1: with nobody's reggae song is ever good is great unless you do reggae We learned that last week. Unless you are a reggae band, don't do a reggae UB40 is probably the only ones that pulled it off. Yeah, they got away
0: with it somehow. They
1: pulled it off. Red Red Wine is a fun song. I don't really feel it's a reggae song, but it's in the genre, and it's a solid song that you'll crank up if you're by yourself (laughs) in the car or whatever.
0: It's a it's a solid song. It got
1: well, a little I play. Say
3: Zeppelin has a reggae song.
0: Led Zeppelin, they got too greedy. They were like, We stole a lot of blues songs. Where do we go from here? Who
1: didn't? Reggae. Who didn't? Who didn't? Who didn't? You don't think the eels stole a blues songs? Everybody.
4: Did. <laughs> oh, here Everybody we go. Everybody stole here blues songs.
1: <laughs> Every rock and roller mm-hmm. stole blues songs. That's, That's just true. how it is. I mean, if you call yourself ACDC and Freaking everybody, dude. There's not one band on the planet. The Beatles, everybody. Rolling Except for Stones, Sabbath. Definitely the Rolling Stones. Yeah. But everybody did. Sabbath didn't. Yeah, they did. Sabbath, Sabbath didn't. didn't? Yes, they <laughs> did. Yes, they did. Very bluesy. <laughs> that no. first yeah, but album that, but was... they didn't steal from anybody. It's not stealing. Every blues song is is like one song and everybody just kind of <laughs> takes <laughs> off of that one song. It's one like Muddy Waters song and everybody <laughs> does it in one way or another.
3: <laughs> Even the guys before Muddy Waters stole from Muddy Waters. <laughs> yeah,
1: some dude with a cigarette. What's that guy's name? At the, the cigarette that oh, Robert Johnson? Robert Johnson. Everybody oh, yeah. stole from Robert Johnson. That's where it all comes from. Robert Johnson on a farm just playing guitar that's where it all Love comes from all right so jeff is going to lead us off today because he's uh he's going to be um kind of in charge of this today so okay go jeff yeah, yeah, so i'll get us going um, You can call on us too you got i'm gonna i'm not gonna i'm not with that, <laughs> with that pressure today
2: i'm not it's saying it's all anything. you it's all you, you know, nobody's you saying anything i'm just gonna be doing this or a lot don't. hey guys guys, guys please doing doing don't fight <laughs>
3: you know we want we want to try and keep it nice on this show okay this is a, fa- this is a family-oriented show okay and it so is. You know, so back when, when it came to concept albums, I think everyone like in the 70s and into the 80s had like kind of the same idea, you know? I and mean, then think about what the times were. This was, we'll the industrial. I'm here, kidding. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> think about what the times were. This was like, uh, the time of the anti-rock uh, uh, music activists, this you know you had t- the tip of gauze of the world going at, you know you had you had the Senate trying to and Congress trying to to regulate and and put stickers on on albums. And so the whole the whole thing was like you know all the, all these bands were coming up with this idea. What if rock and roll was dead and they banned rock and roll, man. what if they okay and rush does a really great job of it. That's what twenty one twelve was about. And Styx kind of borrows that idea. So in 1983, and they had started working on this album a couple of years earlier, um, this becomes their 11th studio album. It's When it's released, it is immediately jumps into the top 10. The first week, they had sold over a million albums. Okay, So this was like a really big anticipated album. The problem with this album is this is what I like to refer to as the album that broke up the band. Because Dennis D. Young, who was kind of like the de facto leader of the group, really had this Broadway composer side to him. He always kind of envisioned himself writing plays and musicals. And then you had another fraction of the band, which was uh, Tommy Shore and James Young, that wanted to just do a touring rock band, a a Chicago-based rock and roll band. And so, you know, this album is really over the top. It sprung two major hits in Mr. Roboto and Don't Let It End, two very, very different type of songs. Um, Rolling Stone magazine uh, called it one of the 50 greatest uh, concept albums of all time. Um, and really the, 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 the concept of it is fascists uh, have banned rock music. And different members of the band are playing different characters. Like Dennis the Young plays Robert Oren Charles Kilroy. Now, if you take those initials, guess what it spells? Rock. You get it? It spells rock. See, they were really <laughs> deep. <laughs> now, now listen to how. terrible... And the drugs were good. They were the deep, and the were drugs were good. <laughs> you know? okay. and, and Dennis the Young would take this really super serious. Uh, James Young plays Dr. Everett Righteous. These are fucking brutal names.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it.
3: Um, Yes. And and the the problem with this was they, this was a big production because they did the whole thing on stage with costumes. And if you remember the Mr. Roboto's the robot head and they would, they played like when they played in New York, I think they played in a venue that was smaller than the beacon. They played at the Mm -hmm. weird little theaters. So this was a big production Cost a lot of money. They went on the road and really didn't make the kind of money that they had when they could have easily at this time had been playing stadiums and they don't. Um, even those two songs that I had just mentioned were the big hits. The songs that I thought were better songs on this album, um, I love Tommy Shaw. I think he has one of the most beautiful, most natural voices in rock music and I thought the song Just Get Through This Night is an absolute kill song and um I thought the duet between Shaw and Dennis DeYoung, "Haven't We Been Here Before," was is a really, really good song. So uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Anthony because I don't want him to be offended. (laughs) Wow, Anthony! And as as, by the the way, as I was uh, listening to this album, I was like, Anthony is going to love this. This, this, if if only if John Mellencamp could have made a special appearance, (laughs) this would have really completed for Anthony. So go ahead, Anthony.
0: I thought What's... that we were done picking terrible albums. <laughs> ah, oh, God, come on. This, I, okay, so I, I hadn't heard the whole, I, you know, I heard Dr. Roboto.
4: Mr. Before. Roboto.
0: Mr. Roboto, whatever. Yeah, he, he didn't it's, get his PhD. Oh, he, yeah, he's still working on the PhD. <laughs> I, I didn't know any of the rest of the songs. That song is fine, but it is by far the best song on the album. And Mr. Roboto? Yeah, which was surprising to me because that song was pretty goofy. But this, yeah,
3: Anthony, did you know like when they were in concert, they would have someone come up on stage. One time, I we went to the show and they had me come up on stage. And I wore the robot head and did like the movements.
0: Did you? No, <laughs> I just made that up. That is that
3: is taken directly from uh, Big Daddy. But go on. Oh, right. oh, oh!
0: <laughs> I, you know, I also so crying. I thought every song was cheesy. And Everything? really lame. And I thought the album cover was like uh, very racist. That's uh, a <laughs>
3: that. Well, the robots were made in Japan.
0: Yeah, I I don't know about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a very it's a caricature. Um, I I did not. It's interesting because I can hear aspects of bands that I do like in this. I can hear influences uh from queen and there's some cheap trick kind of elements and um
3: that's the chicago uh sound gun.
0: and and maybe a little the mr Roboto reminds me a little bit of uh rush it kind of sounds like well it sounds like that free will song but i think that came out later so free uh, will came out earlier it did yeah then it, Okay, well, then there's some Rush influence in there as well. Uh, but I hated what they did with those influences. Just, just just, terrible. Every song was worse than the one before.
3: Okay, so uh, we're going to put you down that you didn't like
0: it. I didn't like it. By the time they had the reprise of Don't Let It End, I he was... You liked the reprise.
3: I, it was a reprise.
0: I was like, no, please let it end. Yeah. I wish okay. it never began. So, so on that note, Dustin Chafin... <laughs>
1: Um. Well, just get through the night was the song that because uh, that's what this album was like. Just if I could just get through this. <laughs> nah, I'm just you know, Paradise Theater is really the only album that I really love. You know, from Sticks. Um, I feel like that's the album that I kind of grew up on and stuff. What uh, What album is Renegade on? That's a great
3: song. Renegade that's- is on um, the one with "Come Sail Away." Okay. Yeah. yeah Grand Illusion.
1: A- Randall, that's another good album. I think I really love Renegade. That's a great one. Is the Steelers play that when they need the defense to step it up? But uh, so, yeah, um, you know, I it's a little cheesy, but it's they're so talented. Like it, it's kind of one of those things where it's easy to dismiss them. Because of the date, how dated the album mm-hmm. is. But if you really kind of listen in, these people—I mean, they can sing their asses off and play their asses off. It's not like it's some, True. you know, crappy band trying oh, to yeah. do something. Like this is a very talented band trying. You know, it's the same way. You know, like Anthony hates the Eagles or whatever. You know, it's like it's like that's still a talented oh, yeah. band. Same with Sticks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could play everything.
0: And, yeah, uh, great musicians. I just—I'd <coughs> yeah. rather they played somebody else's songs, maybe.
1: <laughs> Have you ever heard "Renegade"? That's a good song. I don't know yeah. "Renegade," but I yeah, I th- think others. you would In like "Renegade." Way. It's kind of hard like not it. to like "Renegade." That's a solid song. I think I yeah. would. I, you'd get pumped up if you heard that right now. You would like try to tackle your girlfriend, your wife. Sorry. Um, <laughs> God, that still feels weird. Really, isn't wife? it weird
0: to oh, no, say "wife"? Yeah, I'm still adjusting <laughs> to it. It's almost a but, year.
1: But back to this. I'm, I'm not married to sad. this album. But no. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, not, I mean, no, you know, it's it. kind of a, it's, it's like I said, they're talented, but this is probably not the best thing. But it's a risk that they took, and it's an experimentation, and I love it that they, they played around, because that's what bands, good bands do. I think is like they get successful, and then they go, all right, dude, let's just fuck around and see what happens. And I think that's, you know, that's what this album seems like to me. And I like it that, you know, they're just trying to break it up and do something different. I don't know, but what do yeah. you think, Adam Holtz?
4: Well. <clears throat> I think, I think uh, of. Um... We're gonna put a
3: clock in the corner. By the way,
4: We're going <laughs> <on>. <laughs> all right. I would say um, for overproduced, dated '80s uh, sounding kitchen sink albums, I preferred last week's Cheap Trick album to this one. I agree. Wow, yeah. oh, yes. I don't think
1: so. I don't. By think far,
4: so. yeah. This is that really? one was catchy. It was. Uh, it wasn't. It was hokey, but it wasn't as bad as this. I think the the problem I had with this is that. Um, You know, I did like some of the ballads on this, but, you know, for this theatrical sounding, you know, they have, they have this entire story. I didn't really get that story out of um, this album. Like the story of, you know, the, the story you were talking about before, I had to go read about it because I was like, what, oh, what the yeah. hell was that about? There's no resolution. It's just, it's, you know... I, I don't know. It's just it was... like
0: Footloose, right? Foot- right. <laughs> yes. yes. For, you, you, right. That
3: seemed to be the thing in the 80s. You had band dancing, you band rock music. Right. But can you imagine if 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 you put those people on a time machine or you put Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion in a time machine and they played... uh uh, WAP, You know, uh, that back in the, yeah, uh, the yeah, early right. '80s, that would have blown people's minds. It, it would have been scanners. People's heads would have exploded. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> scanners.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Would it? I mean, there was some pretty raunchy stuff. Yeah, but they, way they they way wanted to outlaw stuff like this as a and and, the,
3: and you want to put you know wet hot pussy in the in a.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, people are chauvinist because Two Life Crew is doing it. People've lost their minds during that too. I yeah, to they were, that, that but I'm just saying, but they were they were selling selling cassette tapes, I'll tell you that. I mean yeah, it, I, I had it helped them sell more. Yeah. Absolutely. It was scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> All right, Dustin. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm,
3: you know what? Let's yeah, let's get to 21 pilots.
1: Go ahead. Let's go with yours. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, that was yeah. All right, there's a little braces but I like it. I like Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like, security guard energy. I like it. Uh,
2: <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dustin, let's get your stupid album out of the way. Because I'm gonna shit on it. Here we go. Let's go. That'd be great. Have um, a little badge. <laughs> your
3: night stick and we're doing Anthony. You you control yourself during this segment. Very you, know, you will not yeah, shit get, on any yeah. more sticks album. Now you go, Dustin. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, so somebody was a teacher, I could tell. Uh all right, here we go. Um, yeah, this is 21 Pilots. Uh this is a fifth studio album from this band. I love this band. I know you guys aren't as crazy about them as I am. I just love something that the kids listen to that I actually enjoy. And this is one of those bands that uh, I just enjoy. Uh, this is a follow-up to their hit album, Blurry Fist, which is a great album. Uh, it came out in 2015. It's an album that you know I listen to a lot here in the homestead. But uh, this is uh, Trench, and it's uh, really funny. And you guys are going to laugh at me. Um, they, uh... <laughs> I got really excited about this album before I knew anything about it. And I kept seeing it in the record store, and I was like, "All right, I bought a I bought their other album, the newest album." Then I bought like Face, and I was like, "I gotta get that album," and because it said Smithereens was on there, and I thought they did a they did a, a song with the Smithereens. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What a cool merger! I can't wait to get this album." and so i was like putting it off but i was gonna get this album and even up till this i still thought that they maybe did a song with them and then and then i was so disappointed uh that it was a just a track on the album the <laughs> which is a great song it's a good at least it's a good song on the album but uh you know what's one thing that's cool about this band is you know i know anthony had talked before he doesn't love their uh their their rapping or whatever but I feel like they're not a band that's trying to be like, you know, Eminem or anything like it's very soulful rapping. Like it's just it's just kind of what has evolved into like what, you know, what the generation is doing now and the the influences that they have. So I feel like it's very soulful. It doesn't come off like they're trying to be hip hoppy or whatever. It's just it's a different kind of of rapping that they do. And I enjoy it. And lyrically, I feel like they uh, they're in tune to a lot of problems that are happening in young, young lives, you know, young people's life and stuff. And this album uh, is a concept album. It exposes mental health and like suicide and doubt and a lot of things that, you know, young people have. And uh, it's framed in the met- metaphorical city of D- uh, Dima, Dema Dema, I guess, and a surrounding valley known as Trench. And that's kind of what this whole thing is. And, and you know, they got me with the whole I'm a sucker for uh, you know, Edgar Allan Poe, Raven kind of thing. So. But it's cool. It's got like a lot of cool artwork and a booklet and you can kind of like follow along. And and yeah, I just I like this band. Uh, Tyler Joseph and Paul Meany kind of winning on this concept. And, you know, I think there's, uh, you know, the standout songs, uh, Smithereens. I like the first song, Jumpsuit. I think that's a really one of the better songs, actually, on the album. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Chlorine. I like a lot. I think that's a good song. And um, yeah, this is uh, this is kind of one of those albums that. I just, you know, as far as concept, like I said, I feel like there's a top five and then everything else is kind of fun and experimental and, you know, but I do enjoy this band a lot. I feel like there's a band you can just put on and and most of the songs are going to be pretty, pretty groovy and you're going to feel it and have a good time with it. But uh, yeah, so that's that's my take on it. Hey, Adam Holtz, what do you think about (laughs) Trench? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well,
4: it took me (laughs) a... took me a few listens but i uh i really started to come around to this album i started to like it um i really like scaled and icy the the one we we covered a while back and um um you know i think uh what i like about this is that there is a lot of they 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 do a lot of genre hopping there's there's you know there's there's rock there's reggae i mean we were talking about reggae before this they actually it works it works in this in this case you have disco you have um electronic and it just all blends together into this almost original sound like you listen to this you're like this is a you, you hear it and you're like this is a 21 pilot song yeah. um it kind of reminded me of um you know uh tame impala is a some you know similar kind of band too and um but i mean i really enjoyed this album i thought um um you know songs like more of my blood chlorine those three just uh actually the first five songs just work perfect together um but yeah this is one that that it started to grow on me and and um uh, I got to check out Blurry. I haven't I haven't heard Blurry Face, so I got to check out that album too.
1: It's really good, yeah.
3: All right, um, I, I we we covered uh, another Twenty One Pilots on, uh, album, so this is my second trip into them, and. I got, I'm not a huge fan. I know this isn't really geared towards me. So, but I do like some of the points you made that they do take some risks here, that they, they they you know, that they're a thoughtful band, that they do play uh, instruments. I do love that about them. And, you know, and new music, they're not playing to tracks or anything like that. Um, When when the first, the first song, I love the music of Jumpsuit. I love it. Okay. I hate the singing. I, you know, and then as the album goes on, it, it it annoyed me more and more. I think I think the singer has a a weak voice. I thought "Chlorine," like you said, was a good song, great pop song, but didn't like the weak uh, vocals on it. To me, that I thought the standout song was "Non Gravestones." I thought this was a really powerful song, and it, and usually I like a song that has a hook and that is really catchy, and this was anything but. It you know it it was soulful it was meaningful and it really kind of reminded me of almost like a Pink Floyd type of uh, of song. I also kind of heard a little bit of um, Lincoln Park uh, in 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 that sound, especially when they, like a song like the beginning yeah. of Jumpsuit, how heavy it is, and that's why I was getting excited for it. And then I didn't hear anything really much like it uh, the rest of the album. But it's 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 pop. I like the music. I think the vocals don't do it for me. What do you think, Anthony?
2: I,
1: uh... I thought you were gonna miss him because you went to you before him.
3: <laughs> I, want, I, I wanted to like jump back to you.
2: I <laughs> didn't want
1: Anthony <laughs> start kicking microphones and all of
2: a <laughs> I'm out of here.
1: Uh, He's packs up. We just watch him pack up.
2: <laughs>
0: I uh, I liked I liked the first song, jumpsuit. Um, and I liked that they, the songs were like kind of connected, you know, like it just kind of flowed into the next thing. But I, I didn't love it. It's not, it's not for me. Okay. Not, a, not, a, not a huge fan of the. <laughs> they, the first song they didn't have the 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 like weird rapping, and I, you know, just in case no, but people he was don't singing in it, you I remember? like Yeah, he was singing. I don't mind his singing. And yeah, I like yeah, hip hop. Like just in case people don't re- I, I don't like when they oh, We know you're racist. We've already I don't, it. Like that. <laughs> I, I don't like I don't like It's not hip hop though.
1: It's not hip hop. Like I feel like he blondes the way Blondie was rapping, you know what I mean? Like it's just oh, a different thing. yeah, that thing. was also
0: pretty rough.
1: Uh <laughs> eating cars
0: and playing <laughs> guitar whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that, that was. was
3: embarrassing you're right
1: so bad yeah, uh, and then you we meet the you. man from we Mars yeah <laughs> I mean
2: I mean, but, I mean
0: literally you know but you know I didn't I, I was um, when Adam I think it was Adam it right, made the comparison to Tame Impala I think maybe that's one of the reasons I don't like them that much is because I kind of like Tame Impala and to me, this band is like a worse version of it.
1: I don't know about worse. Version. Well, to me, they're very talented. Me, I, they're like the top band of all, like right now, they're selling out at every oh, yeah. country.
0: Oh, yeah. But, you know, maybe, I guess. Yeah, it's
1: so not, is Maniskin. It's, it's not oh, for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, they're good. That first album's great. Maniskin? Well, Maniskin. <laughs> I've,
0: I've heard of, of them, I think. I don't know.
1: Yeah, they they, they won
3: Europop. They're an, uh, uh, an Italian band. Yeah. They're, they're sexy. They're very yeah. sexy band, Anthony. Oh,
0: okay, well, I gotta check them out. <laughs> I like sexy music.
3: You know, very, the, the music is very sexual. It's a, <laughs> the whole sexual. Speaking of sexy, I, I love Adam's hair. <laughs> it looks really good. Okay, he wants to get a haircut and ruin it, but uh, I, I suggest you don't. But go ahead let's, let's talk about wait, who, who did you pick? What did you a concept album?
4: All right, so I went with uh, one of my favorite bands, The Hold Steady. And this is their uh this was their second album, 2005, Separation Sunday. And um I don't know if you guys know the uh the story of uh the, I don't know if you guys have heard the whole study before, but um so uh uh the uh a lead singer Craig Finn and a and, uh, guitarist Had Kubler in a band called Lifter Polar, post-punk band in Minnesota. Uh they break up and uh uh they move out to Brooklyn. And um I think it was around two 2000- thousand four they formed the whole study they they uh they came out with an album called the whole study almost killed me it was uh basically named it 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 uh it had more of like a a kind of um it was more a rock sound but it was more of you know people are saying like this is this is a, a kind of a great american bar band that was the kind of sound they had uh so separation sunday their second studio album is a concept album um where it, it's it's definitely a tighter album than uh then uh the whole study almost killed me and uh this album follows a girl named hallelujah her friends call her holly and it it, she's basically um kind of a lost soul she's uh screwed up on religion on drugs she's a prostitute and it basically follows her from um her teens all the way up till she's reborn or possibly dead it's uh you know the 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 story follows a few different characters and craig finn as the lead singer is the narrator is an unreliable narrator. Um, but it's a really, um, you know, it, it's, um, you know, he, it's a, it's a really uh, tight story. It's, it's um, so, uh, so his kind of his voice, he has this like talk singing voice that puts a lot of people off, but once you get used to it, it's, uh, uh, it works really well with the band and uh, and the band, like the the music itself is more classic rock. It's the rock that. Uh, he said it's a rock he grew up on he was a big uh, uh he's a big springsteen fan paul was- uh paul Wasserberg fan from the replacements um but also they were going for a kind of acdc thin lizzy um i think Journey this bits of journey in there there's uh um, some zeppelin sound in the music and um it's uh i mean it's th- this is the first album i heard from the hold steady uh and probably one of my favorites of theirs th- th- this uh, Boys and Girls America, which is their album right after, and Stay Positive—all kind of check back in with these characters. Even though those aren't concept albums, they check back in with these con- with these characters. So there's there's a, a lot of kind of self referencing in here. There's a lot of mythology that's being built, a lot of world building, and uh, you know, and they have they they built up the band built up a really um, dynamic fan base, uh, kind of like off of this album, the next two albums, and um, you know, this is a uh, I think this is great great uh rock. They're an inc- absolutely incredible one of the best live bands. Um if you if you go check them out. They are uh just a really fun band. Um so what'd you guys think? Well let's go with Anthony on this one.
0: I uh <laughs> I I liked it. this isn't it's not my, my favorite. Um but it was out of out of out of the ones we've talked about so far, I liked this the most. <laughs> out of the two? And the two that it, we right. talked about. And one of them was <laughs> well, this six. is the third. This is the this is of the four. of of the was uh, of the four. I I liked it. uh of the, the talk singing thing was cool. it was also the thing was the same was me. the thing the kind of made all the songs sound the same to me. So by the by the end of the album, I I was ready for it to be over. But a little <laughs> I did enjoy it. It's a, I like the Ooh, sound. It's a it's a cool. I wish that it, there there was a little more, um, variation in the in the sound that they're that they're bringing but but and, i like the sound
4: well the uh the next album is where he he starts to sing a bit more there's more variation in there um and then uh you know i think that's the i think that's the only issue really with with the hold steady is that they're it, you know they they do a lot of the same subject matter over um over most of their albums so it could get you know oh, yeah. it could yeah
0: I don't mind the subject matter, though. I just, you know, it just would be nice if it sounded like a different song once in a while. But I liked you, it; it was cool. Did
1: yeah, you get you, that same opinion, Dustin? Yeah, but you like the Ramones, so uh, <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> that's um, true. That's true. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, I I am a uh, accomplished talk singer, uh, Anthony, <laughs> uh, and I have produced two songs together, and yeah. it's uh, one is "Country to the City" and uh, some what it a pandemic song, and they were all COVID talky. Comedy. Talk yeah. song. Yeah, that was at Kovacom. You're very
3: Lou Reed-like.
1: You know, I like yeah. it. Lou I'll, Reed take, it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I actually like Lou Reed. So it's not an insult when you say it to me. Uh, it'd be an insult if I said it to you. But, yeah. uh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I like uh, I like this. It's a little Boomtown Rats. A little, oh. you know, and like a lot of, you know, like kind rats. of old school stuff, English stuff. Yeah, I mean, I... This is one of those albums. Yeah, it kind of I like it sometimes when there's not like huge jumps in, in the music. I mean, I'm a huge ACDC fan, probably for that reason. Like I sometimes, you know, I, I like songs to kind of, you know, they just kind of blend together nicely, not like boringly, but nice. I thought they did a good job. And, I, and yeah. I, it sounds like they were like a good bar band at some point. And then I love bands getting bigger and bigger. And I'd never heard of this band. So that's it's always exciting that to hear something new. Um, I always wonder about like this concept album thing, where I almost feel like that should be something later. I can't believe they did right. a concept album, second album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That feels what do you like think a little. You are? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like second album. Hey, we're gonna do this concept thing. You know what I mean? Like it took... how many did the Beatles do before they did one? You know what I mean? Like it just right. feels like yeah. it's something later you do. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. I didn't even think about that. You do. I don't think there's. I can't think of any band that has done a concept album without releasing at least like four or five albums yeah and you, right it, feel, and you it feels like early change well, the, things up yeah, yeah it that is early. i didn't even think of, that is a great yeah. great
4: point well the band the band that they had right before lifter polar their final album was a concept album so kind of i guess just you know even though it's okay. a different band they kind of just carry that over oh right so <laughs> uh, was, they were well, already right.
0: artists that had right. been creating oh okay. it's just so a new in the zone
4: i guess yeah
0: you know?
1: yeah but it was I good liked, i liked it
3: you good. liked it i liked um the, the song uh, "You Little Hood Rat," you know, yep. I definitely heard the the, uh, the Springsteen influence in it. But the thing is, with with that song and a lot of the other songs on this album, I would have liked to have heard the sound expand. I would have liked to have heard like more of like a wall of sound. I would have liked yep. to have heard like more piano in it. If you're gonna do Springsteen, you oh, gotta yeah. have a, uh, some piano in there. And the drums I thought were a little weak. You know, you we know, would like to have heard like a like a bigger sound. Um, the song uh, I think it was called "Banging Camp." Okay. Um, the artist that that reminded me a lot of was, do you remember Matthew Sweet in the early 90s? He had the song uh, uh, Sick of Myself.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. That that that's all of a sudden my head went right to there. That's what it sounded like to me. But I kind of agree a lot with what Anthony said. You know, uh, a lot of them sounded the same. And after a while, you kind of like zone out on this one. So, you know, it really. I, I could see it being like, I would love to hear them do covers. They would probably sound great, oh, like they a have,
4: band. They have, a, they have some great Dylan covers, some great Springsteen covers. But you're, uh, Jeff, you were talking about the, uh, <clears throat> the Wall of Sound. And if you listen to their next album after this, Boys and Girls in America, it is pretty much, uh, it's almost like Born to Run. That's, I mean, that's really when they go towards that grander Springsteen sound. It's kind of like if this album was the Wild... Do Guinness they throw some history. brass in
2: there?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um. They, uh, they have uh, uh, the Horn Steady. The Hornsteady is their uh, <laughs> brass area. <laughs> is no, that real? I th- I, th- I think that would have really pulled this together a lot better. Well, that's the thing is one of their secret weapons is Franz Nicolay, who's the uh, keyboardist, piano player, and he really shines on Boys and Girls in America, and and uh, and the album right after it, Stay Positive. He leaves the band after that. The band has two subpar releases. He comes back, and uh, you know they have another two strong releases.
3: They probably should have waited an album or two before they put this out and maybe had more
1: sound, a little bit better production on it. Or maybe done a Christmas album first. And then- right. okay. Maybe started with a Christmas album. That'd be funny. That would be so funny if a band, like that was their first album, was Christmas right. album and then the second album was just like Skull or something. And right.
3: like- We'd just be like covers. You know, we want to ease into our sound, like, man. You guys want to start a
1: band? That's actually really funny. A band should do that. I think that would be a, a ridiculous way to open. Let's, let's yeah. start a band and do great. it. Speaking of
3: great. Anthony Kaffer. Oh my God! We didn't even talk about your band. I don't want you coming to New York to beat me up. So good. Exactly. He gets, he gets
1: feisty. You better
3: call uh, he, him. He right. does. I don't want to. I don't get him upset. That's why I let better you do it today. He's... Watch it.
2: I watch yourself.
0: <laughs> 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 All right. I picked. Um, I picked the Eels, Hombre Lobo, Twelve Songs of Desire. It's the seventh Eels album came out in 2009 um, and it's a it's a it's a concept album about uh, longing mm-hmm. and desire um, and the so the eels albums before this were typically pretty autobiographical and uh, so that this one there's a, a main character who is um, sort of a reference of an of uh, I don't know if you guys familiar with the eels previous work, but on their album Soul Jacker, there's a song called Dog Faced Boy. And so the dog faced boy is the That was my the,
3: nickname in high school,
4: by the yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> well I
0: think that's probably uh where this came from. Yeah, so his like really the, cool. the concept is what happens when the dog faced boy grows up. <laughs> and so E uh Mark Everett uh E he is um he has a giant beard by this point in real life so he's the he's kind of the dog-faced boy the the man the, uh, the, the 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 some kind of what was it some kind of werewolf character essentially uh, looking for love an aging werewolf and so that this is sort of showing two sides of this character so there's like pretty much every other song you get like a uh, a louder, aggressive song, and then a, a, a delicate, uh, you know, a, a delicate song. Uh, and they're all, all about love. Um, I didn't realize, so I love this album. This is, this is an album that when it came out, I was listening to this like five times a day for wow. an extended period of time i was really like this very i was really into this album hey,
3: you you and eddie brill <laughs> i don't know it's just this is his favorite band
0: it's it's one of my favorite bands and this is one of my favorite albums it's um interesting because i i had it on vinyl when it first came out and i left it in new york and uh recently i was looking to see if i could just buy it again and it's out of print or it was, and now they're just, I think last week or something, they they just did uh, reissues of some of the Eels albums, and this one, uh, there's a new reissue of it. But I was looking at the reviews. Uh, I didn't look at the reviews at the time. I just loved the album. Um, critics did not like this album very much. Hmm. This was, because uh, there was four years in between, the previous album, which was called Blinking Lights and Other Revelations, which is a double album, um, and I guess that one was pretty critically acclaimed. Uh, and in the four years in between, there was like uh, a Greatest Hits collection, there was a B-Sides collection, a live album. He put out his book, um, Things, the Grandpa- uh, Things the Grandchildren Should Know, I believe, which I, I read, a great book. Uh, it's like memoirs. And then there was—he was also part of a documentary about his father, Hugh Everett, who was the guy that came up with the uh, the many worlds uh, theory, the like parallel universe theory. So his dad was like a you know important dude. So that was what was happening in between these albums, and and um, I guess critics kind of thought it was more of the same kind of. Uh, they didn't feel like it lived up to the, the album before it. But I, I did. I, there was something about this that I, I connected with. And, um, and I still do. I listened to it again just to make sure I still liked it. And I, I think it's great. So I know you confirmed that you like it? I confirm that <laughs> I like Well, I, I wanted to re-listen. Okay. How, I mean, how many times sure? did you listen to it? Five well, times? Well, just once. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to listen to it five more times after well, Dustin, this.
3: How many times did you listen to this?
1: <laughs> uh, one, and I'm good. you know when i first met anthony um you know i love young energy and rock and roll looking dudes and everything and it's 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 it is my uh, comedian fetish i am drawn to you jeff anybody that has any passion for music i'm always like you're the guys that i'm always talking to in green rooms and i remember anthony got me uh you know he started talking about the eels or something and you know so i've seeked them out you know i and i i think they're good and you know a good kind of band but kind of like you know anthony's line you know just not for me or what you know i feel it's i liked the aggressive songs on this i feel like um and technically what is this a halloween album but uh, <laughs> you know a lot, mean, of yeah, a lot yeah. of howling
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but the aggressive songs i liked, and i think i'm just i'm just yeah i feel like i don't know i feel like with this kind of music like like my Twenty One Pilots, I feel like get the softer stuff out. That's kind of where I'm drawn to. But now, like, if you got a guitar and a band and whatever, it's like, all right, I want you to go a little harder. I think that's why I was so hard on uh, Boy Genius up top. But, um, but yeah, the aggressive songs I like Prize Fighter, uh, Lilac Breeze, Lilac Breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think every other song I liked, and then it just got kind of. Some of those songs are just a little too like you know, kind of Adam you know, Holtz kind of music, oh. you know, very Adam. <laughs> very you, much. Wouldn't, you wouldn't like the...
3: Like how we, ha- we, ha- we have an Adam genre now. An Adam <laughs> genre.
0: You wouldn't like the first six
1: albums then. That's, that's yeah, what the you like. oh, Man, you know. So, uh, But yeah, they're fun. It's like doing shrooms in the woods, you know, sometimes, some of this music. But uh, but I did like the, uh, you know, every other song I thought was great.
3: <laughs> I, so- I'm, I'm, I'm listening to, I gotta tell you, there was a song that I thought was one of the best songs that, that I hadn't heard that we reviewed on this show. And I thought that that look you give that guy.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a, a
3: beautiful, sweet song. That yeah. if there was a song I would go back and I did go back and listen to a couple of times, that was it. That to me was the single that was great. I thought Tremendous Dynamite had a good build up to it. It really reminded me of the band Fran Ferdinand. You oh, know? okay. Um, if, if you know them um yeah. uh, the soft oh, songs wonder. like um the longing my timing is off uh ordinary man um i thought they were they were okay i i really kind of think their softer stuff is was better than their hard stuff i really? thought a song yeah i thought fresh blood was a very haunting song and mm-hmm. you can feel the anxiety haunting. you know as yeah. the song is uh, progressing like you know I I don't I, I I again I wasn't sure what the concept of this album was, but I, I knew there was something going on here. So there was there was something about that that really stood out compared to the other songs. And I thought a song like Beginner's Luck um, was a good rock pop song. Um, the only thing I really knew about the Eels was that when Steve Perry had uh, retired and when he made this big comeback. You know, he did it with the Eels. He jumped on stage with them after he hadn't been on stage for about 15 oh. years. And he did it at an Eels concert. Okay. Wow. He did a couple of songs with them. So I don't know what the connection is uh, between the Eels and Steve hmm. Perry, but there, there's definitely so, there uh, something one. there. Uh, I don't know. Adam, what do you think? You know, do you know anything about that? And what do you think about this
4: album? Yeah. Uh- so the eels are one of those bands like uh bell and sebastian yolo tango i hear so much on like sirius xm and i'm always like oh, every song i hear i like but i never go and really explore their catalog and um uh this, so this is the first you know, front to back uh eels album that i've listened to and i i loved it i mean this is yeah this is my kind of music here um <laughs> so yeah, there's no know. surprise yeah. but um <laughs> you know stuff but, um, that never gets played yes <laughs> right <laughs> You but, like the uh, music. I the hat, you by. hide the knife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, my favorite same track. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite Eels song is um, uh, I guess I just looked it up. It was off, I think, uh, two albums before this was "Trouble with Dreams," which is just oh, such. That's a great one? Such a beautiful song, and uh, and this is like, this whole album is kind of along that same line. That whole you know desire, longing, which you know so many albums are about too, desire and longing. But um, but I guess say like just like just like Dustin. I really like the uh, the harder songs on here Prize Fighter. I think of Fresh Blood was excellent. Um and Oh yeah. And that howling to the point where it kind of like blows out the uh, yeah. uh the the the, the uh, audio. It's it's, yeah, too, it's, it's almost fantastic. too much. They used
0: that as the theme song for True Blood. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. That makes sense.
2: Mhm yeah that's how a lot of people probably know that song oh
0: wow it's a great show, <laughs> yeah, vampire show. <laughs> yeah. the vampire well, it's, show, a, it's a popular show so if, yeah. If yeah, if it was yeah if people are watching now. and listening and they don't know this album they they may I bet know. Sarah, the i bet sarah green watched true blood <laughs> she, might, she might know the song i guarantee check you, out she the rest of the album
1: well did you have any more to say adam are you
4: no, no, that was it. Oh okay. A oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I think the biggest problem that all of our albums had today was the concepts aren't very clear. And Absolutely. I think like, like the wall is so clear. Yeah. It's a, it's this paranoid rock star. It's like, he's going through all this. Is success worth it? Is he, he's, you know, did it, was it worth like ruining his marriage and all the things that are happening and his fame, what it's all, you know, cracked up to be and all like, you just get it immediately. And of course a movie going with it helps, but I feel even if you just listen to the wall, you're going to get it right away. Whereas some of this stuff today, it's like, you know, people, are, like I said, it's like, are you really at the level to be doing, you know, the concept thing? And then, you know, Styx was a pretty big, probably the biggest band of all of ours. And I felt like they were just trying to kind of hop hop on that train a little and stay relevant. So it was, I feel everybody was doing the concept thing. So I think that's, that's part of it. I mean, how, you know, how clear is your message with your concept album? Right. I mean... You shouldn't have to read up on it. You should know right away what kind of they're going for. Like 21 I had no idea what that was about. I had to read it up. Like, you know, but some of these, you know, so I think that's just an interesting thing if you're making a concept album, you know. Yeah, I think it should be a little little more clear. I mean, Sergeant Pepper's, I don't know what that's, I mean, is that LSD? Is that, is that? Well,
0: <laughs> Sergeant Pepper, the, the Beatles have said that they sort of abandoned the concept while they were working on it okay. so they, they started out there's like the the concept is supposed to be that sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club ba- band is not the beatles okay it's this fictional band and they introduce the lead singer billy shears and then okay. ringo does the song yeah a little help from my friends and then they don't really stick to the concept after that at all but the I album is weird yeah and so it it just they still got credit yeah that's
1: why they're the beatles they just they're they're so good they get abandoned the concept (laughs) halfway through the album (laughs) (laughs) right
0: people are like greatest concept album ever
1: yeah yeah and 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 it's great I, i love it yeah but but it feels like a theme you know yeah Whereas it, it, was was Meatloaf's album was that is that no. a concert? No, no, that's they not? they
3: they just huh. strung no, they just strung the songs together and eventually becomes a, a rock musical. But rock but, musical. but I mean, okay. right. But you take like I think you you hit the nail on the head with the wall. You know what that is about. Yeah, you you, you know the songs Every make song. sense. It, it it talks about it. Twenty one twelve. You have you know even the way Getty Lee sings in certain songs, he's singing in character. Okay. I think you're right about this, and it's particularly the Styx album. I thought the concept; I understand the story. But you know, if you're listening to this raw, you, you it's all over the place.
1: Yep, <laughs> you have no idea. You're like, I guess there's yeah. robots and right. there's yeah. like, yes. like and parts are made tree in r- Japan. <laughs> yes, and there's racist artwork. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know,
0: they were a little That's loose. My favorite back part then. about the with, whole thing with the
1: right Asian there. stuff, they're a little loose back in the late '70s and '80s. But uh, this is fun. This is a fun concept. Yeah. This show. Yes. See? Nothing? All right. Uh, <laughs> everybody got their time in. This they is the great. They got Fighting. Good job. Way to go, Jeff. Way to go. Thank you, guys. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for listening uh, and watching here. Uh, Dustin's Vinyl. Go support record stores. And uh, check out our YouTube page. Uh, we'll update that soon. Wink, wink. Right. And, uh, <laughs> We got more <laughs> clips and fun stuff coming. All right, thanks everybody. Thank you, We Gotta up. go. Take Bye-bye. care, folks. Woo.